Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM, welcoming you to episode 41 of What the Dice. So, normally I take this time to ask you to go to our website, our Patreon, Discord, any of those. This one is going to be a little different. I would like you to go on to your favorite streaming outlet, Spotify, iHeart, wherever, and either follow, subscribe, and rate and review us. What that does is that gives us a chance to get other viewers, other people that would enjoy these stories and are looking for podcasts just like us. So, do that, and you would be greatly helping us out. Well, enough of that, and enough from me. Let's get on with this week's episode of What the Dice. As we look around the campsite, we noticed that there's more firewood than usual. The days have grown warmer, but the nights have grown longer. The old man that we know as the storyteller sits, looking at a piece of wood. Picking it up, he chucks it into the fire. The fire roars up, spitting small flames into the sky. He looks at us and gives us a smile. Now, my friends, the adventurers must deal with these strange lies that have been told. Well, that and the orc warlord that seems to be having his eye on this town. Well, my friends, our adventurers must not only deal with the lies that the noblemen speak but the fire of war that comes ever closer. Sit back and hear me tale. You guys were in a tavern and are planning on dressing up Defibulous as a dwarf. So you guys need to find a potbelly pig, a beard, and some sackcloth. And a way to keep Defibulous from complaining the entire way? Oh, I was just going to use, like, a pillow or something, not an actual pig. Well, here's the thing. If you're dressing up as a dwarf, you might as well be a complaining dwarf. Then you get ignored. You know, that whole hide-in-plain-sight? I don't think Defibulous agrees with you. Well, I am God. Okay. But, Kalila goes, so what is our plan? Clyde doesn't want to go and just... we. Didn't you say that they were... Pl- question. Out of character question, actually. Uh, did Clyde say if they were planning on attacking? I forget. The mercenaries, you mean? Yes. Did you only tell us of their way that they got the weapons? Or did you also say that they were planning an attack? Uh, I honestly only asked about the weapons okay then never mind never mind i'm not gonna say anything because making sure i didn't cross my wires so maybe i should go ask if they are planning on well no they said that to you but i don't know if you have relayed that to kalila so they told you that they were planning on attacking like with this 
you know, surefire plan. You didn't get the details of it, but you are aware that they have some foolhardy plan to attack them. You just didn't get oh. the details. Okay, I thought you meant something. My question like, yeah, was, is if you me. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, my question was is whether you would relate that to Kalila or not. So, I'm not going to say anything because I don't know if I know that. Oh, I was kind of under the some sort of impression that they're always ready to attack because there's a orc mob not too far away. Oh, I interpreted his words. It's fine. I mean, you might be better uh, in your thought process than in mine at that exact moment, to tell you the truth. Well, yeah, but the point is, is that would be out of character knowledge. So Kalila wouldn't say anything because she wouldn't know that. She wasn't listening to your conversation. She was, that's why she sent you to go talk to him. She didn't want to deal with him. <laughs> so guys, what's the battle plan? Well, I still think we need to get more information. Okay, so we we have the ideas that we have are we need to find possibly a ledger or a some sort of account, which are either with my mother or with your brother. We either need to dress up the fibulous as a dwarf and go talk to them, um, which I think is possibly the next next aspect of things. Well, what do we want to ask them? What are we gonna? Right now, I thought it would be best if we just avoided talking and involving ourselves with the short round or short bolts or rounds. Short bolts. Short bolts. Because he was saying that there would be a person who would keep those kind of records. So all we have to do is just get gain access to the records. We don't necessarily have to talk to them and let them know of our suspicion of them. Oh, yeah. I don't mean by a suspicion. I mean distraction. Well, you could distract them, and we don't have to involve short round. True, but on the off chance that somebody seeds short round, he still needs to be disguised. Okay, that's fair. I don't get a say in this, do I? <laughs> you can, you can speak. You can choose not to come at all. Yeah, then you guys are probably getting more trouble without me. I would be left alone to my own devices and start asking questions that probably shouldn't be asked around here and probably turn the entire town against us. Okay, so that means you're staying with me. <laughs> That's possible. Unless you want me to. Well, you would at least, maybe if Clyde creates the diversion and you and I sneak in, we can go find those ledgers because you would at least have an idea of where they were located and if I run into any contraption, you can guide me through it. Yeah, and I'm also probably a little more stealthy than uh, Mr. Clankety clank. Mm-hmm. This is true as well. He doesn't clank as much now, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's less clanky. Who said that? I'm a little less clanky, janky. Alright. So, she'll playfully look at Clyde and Smirk going, you're gonna help me break into your old house? Um, I can inform you of the complete layout of my old residence. <laughs> Good. Let's do that. Because information is key in any situation. Mm, and I have a feeling they handed over a decent amount of the information in what they handed us. But I have a feeling they're hiding some things that they don't want me to know. 
nobility lie and hide? That's never. Nothing. They're honorable. Wait, did Bruce just lie? <laughs> I did no such thing. So what is the plan? Are you planning on breaking in in the middle of the day, or are you going to wait till nightfall? Probably nightfall, unless Clyde says it's really smart to do it during the day for some weird reason. I don't know of any reason to get into a place to procure information that would be better during the day. Right? Especially being a black cat. Well, here's a question. Do we even really need to break in, or could we just use the pretext of, hey, we're going to go kill orcs, so you need to outfit us and let us look around? I doubt that they would have a reason to let us look around because we're going to go kill orcs. Give us better weapons, maybe. But why let us look around in their office? That doesn't make any sense. When they've handed me over the information when I asked. So if there's anything in there, it's something they don't want me to know. Alright, so Clyde's going to pretty much draw me some blueprints, I guess. We'll have some lunch. And I will probably go hunting until nightfall afterwards. Unless somebody has a different idea. I will inform her of the current laid out of my memory of my home. Because she wishes to know about where I live. Ocean's 12, Pathfinder Edition. Um, Alright, so Kalila for the hunting, I just need a straight survival roll. Clyde, you don't need anything because you're going to remember most of it. And Defibulous, is there anything you want to do? Mm. No, I think I'm good at the moment. Okay. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. You're able to bring back two fairly large elks. Okay. I will deliver them to the tavern owner and go, here's my keep. He accepts it and will discount your your thing for the next day or two. <laughs> Night falls. You guys are in the tavern again. The only one there is the uh, tavern keeper, who for the most part is in and out of the back room cleaning up, restocking barrels, for the most part just ignoring you. Oh, the fireplace is burning softly and you can just feel the silence around. What do you want to do? I'm going out and going up to Clyde's parents' house. Alright. I need you to roll stealth. Hold on, I'm mathing. 27. Making your way in through Clyde's old room. It looks like they've converted this room into a trophy room. There is heads of different types of kills. Some of them are of animals. Some of them are of, like, large prey or large um, predator animals. You see a dire bear, a dire wolf. You see a bugbear. You also see a several orc heads that have been stuffed and mounted. Moving down the hallway, you find what would be 
the office, the records room. I need you to roll another stealth. I also would have taken a moment to study if they have guards. I would assume they would have a, uh, a stronger security than normal. They have guards, but you, with the role you had, you have not had to worry about them. Okay. 26. 26. Oh, wait, hold on. 23. My bad. Four. 24. 24. Which Final. one is it? 24. Final answer. With the 24, as you turn the corner, you see the glow of a torch. You are able to duck into the room before the guard sees you. Stay nice and quiet and still for a little bit. Sitting and waiting, you finally see that there are no guards around. You make your way back to the door, trying the door handle. The door is locked. You're going to need to pick it. Yes, and I'm assuming you would have allowed me to stop and get some lock picks before doing this, since I would know I'd have to pick some locks, or if Clyde had away keys or something. Clyde, would you have kept your keys from when you left? Honestly, I never would have gotten rid of them. I mean, it's not like it's a happy memory, but it's still home. Okay, so you could try the keys. Quietly try the keys. I need you to roll... Oh, there's no luck in this game. There's no... Uh, just give me a d20 roll. Percentiles? Nope. Just okay. a straight d20. Six. Fumbling around with the keys. After going through a couple of them, you're not able to find a key that works. All right, I'll try and pick it. Perception. Perception is 21. With the 21, you hear the mumble of two guards walking. I will go back to my hiding spot, as long as it makes sense. Call yourself. 30. All right. You get back there, all right. You have to wait longer as they've stopped in front of the records room and are talking. Nothing of an importance, mostly just complaining about the mercenaries that have come here, bringing the strange barrels that reek of strange fluids and there's always leaking some brown and black liquid on the ground after a few moments they move on you now have a clear shot to the door take my shot to the door all right i need you to roll a disabled device because they don't have lock picking in this edition apparently you cannot use that untrained okay then um, because it is not on my sheet. Okay, then. So... It'd be disabled device, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Trained. Hmm. All right. So... <laughs> what about a window? Is there a window to this? Yeah, I was going to say. All right, so you're going to have to roll another stealth to get out. All right, I'm going to do another stealth, and I'm going to see if Hugin can potentially... Uh, sneak in and unlock the door for me. So I'm pretty much just going to hide and see if I can use Hugin to get in through a window. See if it's like possibly cracked or whatever. Or he can tell me and then I'll go and try the window myself. Um, so go ahead and roll your stealth to hide. And then for Hugin, go 24. ahead. What? 24 to hide. Okay. All right. And you're releasing Hugin to go help? 
Yes. Hugin wanders off. After a few minutes of listening, you hear the sounds of a tumbler click. Hugin eventually returns to you. It's been a few minutes, and you've watched a few guards wander by. All right, I will wait until the coast is clear. Hugin's back on my shoulder and nice and safe, and try and get in the door when no one's around. All right. Stealth? Yep. 20. Dirty 20. You are able to get in. Inside, there is an ever-burning torch chandelier above you. There are records spewing about as if they were frantically looking for something at some point. You see several scrolls have been unrolled that contain deeds to different properties, as well as a ledger entitled Debts Owed. Ooh, I'm definitely looking at that. Looking through it, you see that the it's debts owed to the family. Some of them are tavern owners, some of them are gatekeepers, some of them are trade people. People who would owe them money for what they call preventative uh, maintenance to facilities. Okay. You also notice that there are some things written in red and some things written in black. Large numbers. Numbers that of gold that Kalila wouldn't even fathom. Okay, I will stuff that into my bag because short round and Clyde could probably help me more with that. I am not very good with the, the, the math and the whatever bureaucraty. Digging around some more, I need you to roll a perception check. 27. You see a book that is written the history forged by fire um, it's forged by fire, cooled by steel, and it's written by Clyde's mother. As you flip through the pages, it looks like it is a, we'll use the term loosely, but a history book of Ironhaven. Okay. Talking about how the family first came in and drove off the monster scourge and then set up town and after the king of the land of the human territory gave them the land to protect that it was through that family that this land even thrives talking about how it was their divine knowledge that found the iron that was in the mountain and that it was only after the blessed sun turned their back did the iron dry up so when Clyde left right what? yeah definitely stuffing that into the bag past that you don't see anything of great significance or anything that you would see as significant well what about relating to the orc attack would it be in this like book of the history book the, the history book as to like maybe the true account and they know it was the daughter and what they really did would that be in that book because i'm looking for the information relating to also the orc problem if that was there it would be in that book that you just found okay 
But Kalila would also know that history is written by the victors. True. So they may not keep a actual account, as in they don't want to be discredited. True. Anything else that looks important? You said not really? Not really. All right. I will sneak my way back. Perception check to double check, but... I mean, sure, why not? The opportunity is there. Why would I say no? Because raisins. Well, 14. With a 14, the only other thing you find is a contract with Short Bolt. Yep. The Short Bolt Company. And it's basically just a training leisure. Uh, basically, how much the city had to pay to have their guards taken care of, moved out of the city for two months of training. Part of the contract guarantees that not only will their guards be fully trained in the new equipment, but will also be brought back to the city with brand new armor, brand new weapons, and a six-month supply of equipment to maintain and build. After the six months, the city would be getting a discount for supplies as long as they are allowed to use that land as a small corporate headquarters. Yeah, taking that with me and getting out of there. All right. Stealth. Dirty 20. All right. You're back. Are you going back to the tavern or are you going to the rooms? Well, I would assume the rooms. The, the tavern and the rooms are the same. Same building, just different areas. Well, yeah, back to my room to find the boys. Back at the room. Here you go. Books. Okay. She'll hand out the goodies. Uh, Clyde will start from the top. Whichever book was handed. Montage of research reading. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's pretty much what it is. It's going to like fade by time. Flip a page. Intense stare of reading. I was going to say, don't we need like 80s montage music for doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Do you really want a? Do you want to do a montage of you guys doing research? Do it. I mean, that's what Come we're on. gonna do. Okay, before. so starting cheesy '80s music here for the next few hours. Clyde, Defibulous, and Kalila sit in this room, books open. Each of you writing down notes that you find important from each book, passing them around slowly. After several hours of research, the sun begins to rise, thus ending our short montage. Now, we are appeased. I am glad. Defibulous. Looking over the contract that you found, that Kalila found about the brother. It is a standard contract that is directly counterdictive to what he normally would do. Normally, he would not give away equipment at all unless he knew that there was something about what he was getting that supersedes the cost of what he is spending. Defibulous will nod to himself about what he found and share that with the group. So, Clyde, do you have any brothers or sisters? Um... Or brothers, I'm sorry. Do you have any brothers? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Well, then 
Clyde might be surprised that he is called the Blessed Son, but is probably not too surprised that they're blaming the material drying up on him because someone's got to take the fall. Yeah. He kind of glides over that and like, yeah, uh-huh. No blaming me for, yep, uh-huh. For something else, okay, yep. One of the other things you notice in this book that uh, Kalila and Defibulus also notice, the story of the attack is, once again, different. This story talks about how the king and queen were out on a carriage headed to the king to provide new medical supplies to the kingdom per request of the king and were attacked by a marauding group of orcs driven off by your father's blade he severed the head of the leader and took it back home as a trophy did i see that trophy no well, you wouldn't know because there were several orc heads, so it's hard to say. Okay, so I did see several orc heads. Yeah. So which version of the story is this now? Number what? Four? Possibly five. I'm not sure, actually. Ah, <laughs> oh, the lies they weave. Yeah, we've been told a lot, so I'm not exactly sure. So, uh, Mr. Clyde. Yes, sir. Who else would who else's job would it be around here to keep track of uh, local events, histories, and things like that? Uh, local uh, well events would be the uh, treasure per se. Um, events uh, concerning war would be the master of the guard. Who would keep track of, like, say, a public execution that was mentioned originally? That would definitely be the master of the guard because he would have to um, get the executioner and have it all set up. And if the body was to be buried as they said they did, that would be someone else who would have had to seen it, catalog it, and yada yada yada, right? Uh, that part I'm not sure if we catalog um, just people or just um, orcs, bodies, and deaths. I was just kind of curious if there wasn't maybe someone else in town who had a fifth, sixth, or seventh version of this story that may have actually seen what happened. I mean, the um, oh my god, the um, I'm not sure what they would call him. This the uh, grave digger, if it was buried. It's kind of hard to keep track of the truth when people keep, you know, changing the story, burying the story, burning the story, rewriting the story. Well, ultimately, the story goes there was a club. Those two met. Daughter and wife was killed brutally. In any story, they were behead. Beheading is beheading. It's brutal. And past that, we each side says the other was the aggressor. Well, I mean, this new story, uh, the orcs savagely attacked them, the king killed killed their leader. Well, they... Didn't they actually tell us a different story in person? Yeah, the, the lady said that they 
killed a a young male and had him beheaded, but they didn't identify him as leader. But they said now sure. this story they killed the leader, and then I think the other story they killed a woman. No, that came from the uh, old mercenary in the tavern saying that it was a woman. The family said it was a a, a male. Yeah. Which you know, do you talk to with you with what we heard from the the our other associate group is it was only two women that were killed. Every other story we've come across is deemed it being the women. The only time it has been male that has been the cause of death is from the family's mouths and in their book. <laughs> Anyone know a necromancer? <laughs> Pretty sure we could find one, actually. Uh, I do not know of one. Maybe not in this area, but I'm pretty sure there's some in the Holy City. Clyde would probably kill a necromancer if he saw one. That's yeah. not true, not unless he was evil. That's also when you distract Clyde and go, go over there for an hour, and then we go <laughs> run away and do something else. Hey, Clyde, I, I think I saw some evil dust bunnies over there. I think you need to smite them, sir. There's some bunnies that need smiting in that field. You'll find them. <laughs> They're very evil. Evil! They'll be hard to see. Not with Detect Evil. <laughs> He's got us there. Alright, so we need to, like, make some evil runes and, like, throw them? I don't know. Some, some, like, enchant stone to be evil. And then, like, throw them around. And oh, I have a perfect idea to ha keep him busy. Hmm. The double the p double barrel pistol shotgun, we will bless the pellets in the uh, shells to be evil and then fire them up into the air and let them disperse over a large area. So many targets. So little time. Anywho. Okay, but so pretty much we know that at least nine chances out of ten, the true story is is that they were females, the mother and the daughter, and that's why this war, ang very angry orc that's a, a chieftain is pissed off and waging war against this town. Yes, I think. All right. is gonna put his little hand on his chin, kind of stroking his little beard. He's like, wait a minute. So my brother just gave away a ton of, of equipment, you know, reloading benches, ammo stuff, guns, armor, yada yada. Very untypical of my brother, unless he's getting a big payback in return. Unless he knows he's getting something that's more valuable. Exactly. Alright. How long would it take the king of... The mountain? Not just the mountain. How long would it take for the king of this, of these lands to realize the people in charge were deposed? Uh, it would depend on how they're deposed. Oh, say their army just marched, their city guards just marched in, brand new guns, armor, and all that, under new management, and took the city. It would depend on somebody uh, informing or sending a message. Um, our and the message would have to go by the orcs, right? Well, not if it was sent by uh, Raven. There are a lot of devs flying around with all the dead things. Hmm. Well, the last place that we can investigate, although that's just going to go more into the political aspect of what your brother's really truly up to down here and training these troops, I don't think there's going to be much of the way of information relating to the orcs. They're the third party manipulating the humans. The humans are the ones that are involved with the orcs. I kind of wonder if they're not just manipulating the orcs as well, but that's just me. Well, that's not just you, because somehow they became more military-inclined. That could be because the chieftain's a war chief. 
and I think if my brother was had sent someone, they'd be being taught and trained with rifle uses at, at this rate. Could the undead guys from the swamp be like manipulating the orcs, or the one guy who like turned into a wooden doll thing? Wooden doll. The plane creature, the the one that when you hit with the sword turned into like oh. a uh, wooden cardboard cutout. Well, you guys defeated him by turning him into blinding light. Yeah, but originally, no. Because it is odd that orcs... I mean, orcs are, from what I have seen and heard, are generally pretty pretty astute warriors. I'm, But, you know, it's always generally very much, you know, every everyone go chop and bash things on your own and then collectively bash things on occasion, not form ranks and well-trained. Yeah, exactly. It takes a lot for orcs to get to that level. But they can. But they also said that they have this powerful scepter. The fire. The fire scepter. And whatever this god thing is that's telling them to kill all humans. And it is related to finding these seven items. Or five items. However many items it was. Are all related to what we're discovering is the bone god. So if they kill all humans, I guess that means we're okay, huh, Kalilah? I mean, we're humanoid. We tend to get lumped in with them. Ugh. That's true. Alright, then where's our next place we're going to go ransack? <laughs> Are we going to go up to the training field, or do we feel that's not necessary? I mean, personally, I'd like to see... I'd like to see it, but, yeah. Yeah, I think it's our best bet to look, check that out as well. That way, you know, we get to see everything all right well do you wish to remain here or are you coming along for this one i will come along i mean everybody knows the helmeted paladin so you'll play distraction sounds good to me my only concern is you know sheriff had that ring that detected me i would be concerned that some other idiot there has one of those rings or more more than one idiot well, I figured you would be staying near me, and my goal is is to not run across anyone. That works too. So unless that spell can see through walls and make you a glowing beacon, my idea is to stay out of sight. And I'm assuming that spell works by sight. <laughs> you got me. I have no idea how it works. Well, I was going to think if there was a mage around town that she saw at all. Uh, roll intelligence. Nat 20. There are no healers or mages or summoners of any type, mercenary or regular. That would be considered odd, wouldn't it? Yes. You do see some plague doctors walking around. Plague doctors are just the ones who pick up bodies and study them. They don't yep. do anything magical. Yep. I go, huh, there are no spellcasters of any kind around here. No mages, no warlocks, no wizards, no healers. Pretty odd considering the city's, uh, you know, under siege. Mages would be super useful against orcs. Yeah. And healers. All none of the mercenaries are of spellcasting kind. They're all fighters, warriors, hunters probably a rogue or two in there. Well, I mean, theoretically, how long would this 
would this confrontation last with spellcasters involved? I mean, on how much foot for how good of a spellcaster? Yeah, and if they have shamans on the other side as well. Uh, Kalila's gonna dig through that box of notes and see um, what all information she can gleam off of that. Alright. Roll your perception. One. Say again. Nat one. You find a book. The book says nothing. Blink and open the book to try and remember what she was going for. You open up the book that says nothing? Actually say nothing? I'm gonna rub my eyes and check again with a perception check of 26. Flipping through that book, you realize it's an empty notebook. Toss it to the side, you pull out a different book and begin to read. It seems as if just after, well, Clyde would know, just after he left, there was a strict ban on all magic users because they believed that magic corrupted the Blessed Sun. Clyde, were you ever involved with magic users? Uh, directly? No. Well, your family thinks that magic users corrupted the Blessed Sun. She holds the book to show I us. mean, paladins do eventually cast holy magic, so... Are there any other paladins that she's seen? Nope. There is no other paladins in this entire town. It's probably the same reasoning. I'm going to keep reading. It seems as if mages had two options. Leave or burn. Okay, then. And they have not revoked that rule, even though it would severely benefit them. They believe that it was because of the use of magic corrupted their blessed son, which also then corrupted the mine, which then dried it out, which then attracted the orcs. Hmm. Well then, hence why they went to the power of guns, apparently. Apparently. I mean, guns are a lot of fun. I mean, our gun expert did say that guns are a lot of fun. Did in any of the ledgers or the notes or any of the stuff that Kalila found state who was in charge of the training encampment that is just north training the peoples there should be you said like maybe i don't know if there's a roster per se they didn't send a roster but they did say that the short bolt company would be sending their best trainers to help in assisting your short run what would be your uh, best trainers or your brother's best trainers. Mm, you will stop and put some thought into that. Any of them know you? Yeah, well, I mean, if there anybody that he called friend or bullied into being friend, that yeah, they'd probably know me. But he will stop and think if he can recall anyone that would. Your parents didn't actually train people in using weapons. They were more researchers. So any trainers would be after you ran off. Yeah, stops. yeah, mom and dad didn't really ever bother with, you know, hey, this is how to train people with a gun and use it. They taught you how to, to, you know, work with it so you didn't blow yourself up. So that would be 
anyone that's there would be people my brother drew to him after I left. So they wouldn't know you, or they would? Theoretically, they shouldn't. Okay. Recognize any of these names? Yeah, he'll come over and take a look at the names. Looking over the pages, you... Most of them are human names, so the guards that are being stationed over. Then you look to see if there are trainer names. And you notice that they're blank. Hmm. Remembering back, you remember your brother was mischievous and did also like to dabble in alchemical um, potions. So there's a chance he may have designed some type of alchemical potion that would make ink disappear after so many days or months. Defibus goes, yeah, if it, the names are there, they're invisible. My brother did like his alchemical pranks. Find an alchemist and you might find what's on the page if it's even there still. Kind of amazed the book didn't explode, honestly. Well, it doesn't seem like we're going to get too much information then without going way out of our way about this encampment. I wonder if there are any alchemists in town. It is also the middle of the night, guys. No one's probably going to be up. I bet you there are some artists that are up. There's <laughs> probably some artists up in the middle of the night. I mean, um, Clyde goes, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of guards that are up. <laughs> Wait, are there actual guards still left here? They're more like private citizen guards, so they really don't have rank. They're more like militia. But they're up. Yeah. Well, anything else you guys want to do before deciding your next step? Could you see any rogues? If you saw a rogue, they wouldn't be very good. (laughs) I was about to say that. Well, with the mercenary party, they would be in the tavern with their people or something. I'm still standing by my comments. Are you saying, did you notice anyone that was inherently sneaky looking or roguelike? Hat or that was like an all black or like Clyde said, roguelike? Looking for somebody who could potentially fit the description of a rogue if they were not sitting at a ta- tavern table minding their own business, eating a meal like you do. Roll your intelligence. Nat 20. There was one. I'm gonna go see if I can track his ass. <laughs> Why you gotta track his ass? Why can't you just track him? Yeah, well, yeah that's quite I'm gonna track his shoulders? I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, I can insert random body Don't- part here. Don't you usually track oh my. feet? Like their footprints? Fine. <laughs> that I'm gonna go track this guy. I need you to roll <clears throat> survival. Because that's the only thing I can think of is for tracking. Fifteen. Fifteen. After a long while of searching around and sniffing. And sniffing around. You find something disarming. What? You find something disarming. Interesting. That's an interesting 
turn of phrase. What do you, what's the something that is disarming? The end of the episode. Damn it! Uh, I got you there. You got all this. I, I yeah. Nope. Didn't see that coming. Well, you friends, I'm sure you've all heard the quote. Curiosity killed the cat. Well, it seems as if Kalila's cat-like curiosity has not only given the team a little bit more information, but has also made this mystery slightly more dangerous. As it seems as if Defibulus's brother has plans that he is keeping hidden and has found ways to do dirty deeds. Well, me friends, until next time, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod. Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 